Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Balvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how are you doing today, buddy? Doing great, Matt. And you? Life is good. It's a little chilly up here in Atlanta. Um, I got off the phone with a Costa Rica client of mine, 80 and sunny. I was very jealous. Very jealous. It's cold here, too. 55 and not sunny. I think most of the country is pretty cold. Yeah. All right, man. So uh, episode 108, Zig Ziglar, Wheel of Life review. So this weekend, I had a little downtime, and I can't remember if it was Netflix or Amazon Prime, and I came across a Zig Ziglar documentary. It wasn't very long, about an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes. I think I was watching it, you know, right before the football game started. I had some just dead time, and the kids were out, and, you know, so it's like I was by myself. So it was a Zig Ziglar documentary, about an hour and 15 minutes long on Netflix or um, Amazon. Anyway... Great, highly recommended. It's really awesome. In this, it's really neat. It wasn't like Zig Ziglar talking for an hour and 15 minutes. It was more like Zig Ziglar's life and the influence he's had on other people, right? So the interviewed, the most famous people we would know would be Dave Ramsey was on there. So apparently Dave Ramsey and Zig Ziglar were big buddies or he was a big disciple of Zig Ziglar, however you want to say that, they were close personal friends. But otherwise, there were also some really good just entrepreneurs who had kind of a rough start in life and how they overcame that and the influence Zig Ziglar had on that. And again, I don't know if they knew Zig personally or they were just in his, you know, classes or books or, or I don't know exactly sure their relationship, but they, but they all have these, their quotes of Zig's, uh, Zig Ziglar's little sayings or little, little, you know, there's a stair step of life and you got to do it in this order. There's no shortcut. It was a cool one. What I want, there's no shortcut. There's no elevator to the, to be successful in life. There's certain steps you have to go through and we, we can go through that, but it's kind of like the stuff we talk about, you know, mindset and goal setting. And there's a whole, it's, it's a ladder or stair step. And, and the saying was there is no shortcut. You got to take the stairs. You can't take the elevator. We'll come back. That's a different episode. I wanted to talk about the wheel of life was one of the ones that all these people kept talking about. So the wheel of life is a concept. It's kind of a life balance and goal setting type concept. Okay. And so he's got, again, he's got six or seven, seven categories. Okay. And the idea is you're rating yourself on each one of these categories to say how balanced is your life. Right. And so I'll just, here's what they are. And then we'll just make some comments to talk about. So, your, you know, how's your work and your business on a scale of one to 10? How's your family life on a scale of one to 10? Your spiritual life on a one to 10? Your financial life, you know, money, right? One yep. to 10. Uh, mindset or intellect on a one to 10. Your physical health, right? Are you physical? Are you healthy? You know, do you sweat a lot? You and I were talking about that. Um, and then your personal and social, like, like, are you happy? And his point of all this is you're going to, you know, those are seven categories and you rate yourself one to 10. And he said, your smooth or rough ride through life depends on your wheel of life and how well-rounded you are. So if you had a, you know, financially you're, you're a five, uh, spiritually you're a 10, family you're a five, right? That's a bumpy, right? Because it's not really a smooth wheel. They're not all tens, right? There's some fives and sevens and threes in there you're going to have a bumpy life. So the goal of uh, life balance and goal setting for Zig Ziglar's wheel of life is to be well-rounded and, and try to get them all to a 10 or, or all to a nine or however you say that. So that's kind of the outline. So where do you want to start with that? 
Well, where I would start was is if you're um, if you're going to do this, you rate yourself on these on a daily basis, on a more regular basis. So why? Uh, because you could you could take a any moment in time, and you might be doing great financially, but your family may be lacking a little bit. But if you strive to have, let's just say, you're going to shoot to have a seven in every category every day. If right. you're going to do a right. scale of one to 10, uh, Garrett J. White does a similar thing, but it's on a scale of one to five. And you want to rate a four or higher in, in, in these categories every day. Well, if physical, that would mean, did you work out today? Did you eat right today? Um, you know, and you, you create the, what is a winning category for you. You're not trying yes. to live to somebody else's lifestyle. You're trying to live to your own. So your mindset, did you, did you put something positive into your mind? Did, did you read? Did you, uh, did you take time uh, to think? Actually just think without like something penetrating your head. Where right, you just think, right. And so you, you create these things. Financially, um, what did you do your A plus activities today that create income? Doesn't mean necessarily you're perfect financially and you're rolling in the dough, just are you doing the thing? So I would think that would make the most sense when you're going to do a, a wheel of life or whatever you want to call it. Sure, sure. You're going to enter something like this. You want to rate yourself daily and try to score high at least six days a week. And, and I think if you do that, then you will have life balance because you're focusing on all areas and a high <laughs> right. rating in all areas. That, that which gets measured gets, gets improved upon, right? So one of the guys, I can't remember again, I wasn't very good with the names and who these people were in this documentary. They talked about, oh, yeah, they were doing their wheel of life and, you know, the family life was suffering, right? He was spending so much time on work and the, the marriage was getting rocky or not enough time with the kids. And so he needed to spend more time, you know, balancing that part of the wheel, right? Yeah. Um, or they would talk about how the, the business would, would have its up and downs, right? So, so maybe they got overextended. Dave Ramsey, which I didn't realize, Dave Ramsey apparently declared bankruptcy. Oh, yeah. So he's yeah. like a financial guru, and I guess he declared bankruptcy at one time because he was in real estate and he was over leveraged. He said, you know, that's, that's his whole thing about paying off debt was because he had too much debt and it was all a house of cards. And he said it all came crashing down when a Something like he was in his late 20s or early 30s, and he had a, a baby and another one on the way, and they were coming to repossess the house and the furniture in the house or something like that. What I get a kick out of Dave Ramsey, this is a little sidebar, yeah. is he has no credit score. He, he has, a, like, he owns everything he has, his business, oh, okay. everything he has, he owns. Um, and he, that's one of his claims to fame. He gets on stage and he brings up his credit karma. And it says you have no credit score. You like it's, it's not a <laughs> zero. You have no that. credit score, so yeah. he doesn't exist to the credit bureau, which is interesting um, because it's a different way to accumulate wealth. I mean, certainly you and I talk about good debt versus bad debt, uh, right. but right. Uh, anyway, that's a sidebar. Has nothing to do with no, this episode. That's really funny. But but that's what I would say. So so if you look at you know we talk about goal setting and this is the beginning of the year and we talk about that kind of stuff. So you can take your little wheel of life and saying, all right. So like personal and social, like like me personally, you're not really I'm not really seeing a lot of friends. Uh, it's winter here. My golf friends, we kind of go into hibernation mode. Obviously with with the, the COVID, we're not all being that social to begin with or eating out and you know. So there's not a lot of social. So you got to make an effort. You got to do your Zoom calls. You got to do your phone calls. 
I remember one of my friends suggested at the very beginning of this whole thing, which was reach out to somebody every week that you haven't talked to in a while, right? An old friend, an old colleague, just, hey, Dave, it's been a while since we chatted. I'm just calling one person a week. You, you, know, you came up on my Rolodex. How you been? What's been going on in life? Right? I think a lot of people do that on Facebook where they're kind of keeping track of their friends via Facebook. So, so how are we doing socially? Um, we're talking about work and career and the bonus and, you know, how is, how, what's your plans for this year? What are the goals for the year? Where are you today and where do you want to be, right? That's what we always talk about. Where are you today? Where are you trying to be? And what are your obstacles in the way? Right? And, and then once again, I think you create the scenario where you're grading yourself. So yep. in, in the personal and social, what would mean most to you? Like I would think if it were spring and if it were you, if you didn't play golf this week, you would give yourself a failure in, in, right. in the personal. <laughs> in personal and the physical, right? Because I, I walk when I play golf, so that's seven miles of walking. So that's part of the physical activity, right? So if you're walking when you're playing golf. Yeah, so I mean, exactly right. every person is different. Um, you know, I, I like the gym for exercise, but I love to golf. But I also like to ride in a cart while I'm doing it because it's hard to carry a beer and a cigar while you're <laughs> – while you're walking did you carry what were your physical goals how would you we're not doing the 50 some odd 500 miles this year what are the physical goals this year well i'm i'm i have some physical goals that uh i want to get to a certain weight but okay. i want to i want to put on muscle while i'm getting okay. to that weight so i'm focusing i'm doing more weight training this year so i'm very sore today because it's you know it's the what is it 13th of the month and i've been yeah, i've been yeah. at it uh but yeah, I mean, so my physical goal, I don't want to run as much this year. It's right. been, that's hard on my body. However, trying to lose weight after running 535 miles last year, trying to lose weight coming into this year, that's that's it. It's not a, quite as easy when you're really putting I, I know, running is a great way, right? We're doing stuff like I try to uh, go for a walk or a run every day. So we, got a, we adopted a new two-year-old, uh, Jack Russell. So a boy, he's got a lot of energy. So walk him actually we're trying to walk him twice a day to get all the energy out of him because my 16 year old dog is, is she's an old lady uh and we need to get out the energy of the of the two-year-old because he bugs the crap out of her how far can your uh two-year-old dog walk how far do you oh walk? He, he is hilarious yeah so we're going on these walks that are you know four four and a half miles twice a day right so we're trying to get you know seven eight nine miles a day out of him he loves to run. I'm just, I'm not running right now. I got a little, uh, uh, my knees bother me right now. So I'm just walking with him. So and I'm it won't be to good like, on your shoulder either if you run. Yeah, it's not good on your shoulder because that jars that. So I got a little reasons I'm not running. But but it, I think you'll be a good little companion. So that's what so, I was asking about your physical. So what you're doing there, okay, so you're doing physical. Yeah. You're, you're doing Activities. family because you're walking with your wife and your dog. Yeah. Um, yep. And that's personal too. It's it's social. So you're you're really covering you know, a, a few areas of, of, of the yeah, wheel of, of the life. wheel. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Of the balance. Yeah, exactly right. And, yeah, and perhaps and it, could, it could be spiritual if, if you, um, right. You're trying right. to be one with nature or, or however well, you nature, just thinking time, right. Cause that could be in also your mind or intellect. That could be thinking time. Most of the time when I go on walks, I, I do my podcast or when I get on sure. my treadmill, like put in a podcast where I'm usually using it for thinking time, right. Yeah. Thinking time for me personally or thinking time for the business. Right, so you're exactly right. Try to try to multitask where we're doing a physical activity and a learning activity or a thinking activity along the way with my with the podcast that I listen to. And I think I think a lot of people don't when they're when they're setting themselves up to do so many things. You know, this really simplifies 
I would say simplifies goal setting altogether because it breaks right. it down into, I mean, you could, you could almost break, you could take uh, personal family and put those in the same if you chose to. I mean, you don't need to be a seven step thing. You don't have to do the wheel of life zigs ways necessarily. We're kind of reviewing what, but at the same time, when you break this down into certain areas and you rate yourself, like you say, what gets, uh, what's important gets measured. And this is really important because there's many people who achieve tremendous wealth, but they're miserable, they're divorced. What's the point? What's the point of all right. that? Right. You know, um, if, if, you, what, uh, if, if you obtain the whole world, but you lose your soul, right. what, you know, what's... Um, well, and this is a great point too. And I like your point of this wheel of life and measuring it on a regular basis. Is it a daily, a weekly, however often? In that, I think I can't remember which book it is, Grit or one of the other books, but it's almost like the life work balance is a myth. You're never going to be in balance. You're always out of balance, but you're always trying to bring it back into balance. So there are times that you're working more than you're spending time with your family, or there are times you spend more time with the family than you are in your business. Right. And so again, I forget which book that was. It might've been grit, which was, you're not always a 10 on all of these. It might scale back and forth. This is some hunker down, do some business, right? This is some hunker down and do some family time, right? Um, this is some handle, uh, hunker down and do some spiritual stuff. Right. So, uh, their point would be the wheel of life is not always a round circle. We're equal in all of them. It, it might ebb and flow between the categories. But going back to what you're saying, that, that which gets measured gets improved upon. So at least you'd have areas that you know you need to work on. I actually talked about the wheel of life with my girls. My girls are freshmen and sophomore at college. They're home, obviously, for the holidays. They're, they're going back to school now. Uh, but I actually talked to them, you know, a little 15-minute talk. Here's the wheel of life, Zig Ziglar. I almost made them watch a Zig Ziglar, you know, maybe next week. Or, I'm sorry, maybe, maybe this summer. Make them watch some Zig Ziglar and Tony Robbins stuff. But uh, didn't make them watch the documentary. They, they uh, osmosis from it when we had a little conversation about the wheel of life. Just because they're young, they don't even know what categories they need to be looking at, right? They don't even know what categories to look at. And, well, and it's and, weird when you're in college because you're thinking about your schoolwork, your friends, they're thinking about work. You're probably thinking about your friends, number one, <laughs> your personal so and social life. Well, they do think about work because their work is their schoolwork. And right, then they're right. social. I'm sure they're thinking of it. Maybe they don't have to think about money because you've, you've, you provide yeah, I don't think the kids think about money or or, 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 you know, spiritual stuff, or maybe not family, or maybe not even mindsets, mindset stuff. Obviously, they're thinking about, like you said, getting their work done, but they don't even know all the things. It's like you don't know what you don't know, right? At least the, 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 the Zig Ziglar wheel of life is just, hey, like you said, this might be seven categories. You might want to do four. You might want to do nine, but you got to know. You don't know what you don't know. I mean, you know, you might never heard of a wheel of life. Oh, that's an interesting concept. That is a good thing for me to kind of measure or keep track of, or yeah, I kind of felt out of whack. I think Dan Sullivan, we talk about him all the time and he talks about the four freedoms. So an entrepreneur is always trying to capture four freedoms. So his wheel is a square, right? So freedom of time, money, relationships, and purpose. So Dan Sullivan is, that's your wheel when it's out of whack is that one of those four things is out of whack. So if you're out of whack, maybe you're not having enough time, free time or time with your family, right? Uh, if you're out of whack and you're an entrepreneur, it maybe it's the freedom of money. You don't have as much money as you as you want or as you need or as you desire. Um, your uh, relationships, right? He talks about freedom of relationships being 
That means we we have employees that we like, we have team members we like, we have clients that we like, and that we don't need to be doing business with people we don't like. We don't need to be having people on our team that we don't like. So that's the freedom of relationship as an entrepreneur. You can choose to hire and fire somebody. You can choose to work with somebody or not. And then his last was freedom of purpose, which I think can change at any time. You might have, I want to make a lot of money to take care of my sick mom. I want to make a lot of money so I can give it all to charity, right? But there is a purpose, a why behind your desires. And so his is a four category wheel. So it's a square box. But he says, when you're out of whack, one of those things is out of whack. And Zig Ziglar, yeah. it's a seven. So it's just similar. But it's still, it uh, again, it's you're grading yourself. Now, yep. I mean, you don't want you don't want your spouse to grade you necessarily because like it, you could you could grade yourself an A on like family or relationships where your wife might might rate you a four you know because you think you're well, doing you probably great. should talk about that that's it <laughs> you probably should talk about that if if you're not on the same page <laughs> well i mean but that that's just that's just the nature of the beast you think you're right. doing good but it, and and that's the that's the other thing by rating yourself what it does is if you're weak on like family and relationships during the week, well, you might want to go strong on that during the weekend. Great you know? point. Right. Um, right. And because, you know, uh, as my kids were growing up, I used to always say, well, you know, you, you can't get quality time without quantity. Now I can't give you that quantity time during the week, but I'll give you weekends. I'll give you vacations. I'll give you a lot of different things. Um, and I'll coach your teams and things like that. I right. coached because it forced me to give them the time. Sure. That's why exactly. I, because then you're not committed to one person. So you can also force yourself into areas that, so you get quality out of quantity, I think, uh, when it comes to relationships, for sure. That's a, that's a tangent, but it's certainly. No, no, that's an interesting concept. No, you're exactly right. And, and you talk about, so during the holidays here, it was really great having the girls home from college. That's great family time. Uh, we didn't get to spend as much family time with the extended family because of COVID. We didn't do the whole big Christmas, right? New Year's, I didn't get to do personal and social. We kind of had a small little New Year's thing. Um, but it's, it's again, it's those areas that you can concentrate on or, or what's out of whack, I guess, is the other thing. What do I need to work on? What areas do you improve? What areas do you like, right? So, like, we're, we're really, I think I mentioned this before, COVID this past summer, you know, we spent a lot of family time together. Christmas spend a lot of family time together and we like to do stuff, watch movies and play uh, paddle, uh, well, not paddle ball, what I call it? Uh, what's the ping pong thing that we're playing now? Gosh, I can't even think of the name. Uh, gosh, it's not ping pong, but we play little sports together. We go for walks, we go hiking together. That's kind of been our family pickle thing. Ball? Pickle pickleball? Pickleball, that's what I say. Yeah, we'll play pickleball. We'll play pickleball, we'll go, we'll go for a hike twice over the holidays. So it's been kind of fun. And now that gets to be, well, now we can plan for that, right? So it's going to be like, let's plan for family activities and family time, right? I like to plan my vacations uh, in advance, uh, six months in advance. Maybe I can't quite get to a year yet, right? And and even now with we're kind of coming out of COVID or still in COVID, I, I got some stuff on that that I'm trying to get going, uh, kind of, you know, February, March, April, May kind of time frame. But I'm trying to get into those. We've already got most of the summer booked, but there's still some stuff, some gaps, but that's good too. So then it's a conversation with a family. What are the vacations we want to take together? What are the things we want to do together and plan it in advance. And the reason you plan it in advance is so then you have something to look forward to. Right. Yeah. And then the family's involved with the plan. 
right? Hey, girls, you want to go skiing this year? Do you want to go to the beach? Oh, well, that's a good family discussion and the pros and cons. Uh, I have a daughter who's going to do, well, depending on COVID, a May semester abroad, right? So there's a May, she's in Europe. And then so the rest of us, the, the, the younger daughter and, and me and uh, my wife, maybe we'll go over there for a week at the end of it and just meet her over there and stay over there, right? So there's a whole family discussion. So we're trying to discuss the family in the travel, which turns out to our free days. You know, we talk about free days and free times off. So anyway, having something to measure or, 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 or relate it back to your wheel of life is just something that's that, that now you're conscious of it. Here's something we like. We like doing stuff together. We don't like sitting around the house, you know, doing nothing because we all just wander off. Yeah. And, and what it's, it, what it boils down to is again, it, what you're doing is you're systematizing, you're systematizing your time and you're breaking your value down into these categories. The value of your time is breaking down right. into categories. And you're saying that my family or my, per, my family time is as important as my financial time, my time for making money, my, or, you know, and, and so you're taking your time value and you're assigning it to other things. And if you don't, what will end up happening is one category will eat the rest. It'll we'll just dominate. Yeah, exactly right. That's a great way to say that. It will dominate. I think I remember that might have been in Dan Sullivan's strategic coach where it was the best way, if you're overworked, the best thing to do is obviously take a day off. But the, but the best thing to do is schedule the time off or schedule activities on that day. We're going to go skydiving. We're going to go hiking. We're going to go and, – and that way – You've, you've got it on the books and there's an activity that's going to take place and you're scheduling that free day and that makes you committed, right? Kind of like you were talking about, you're, you're committed to, to doing the 500 miles. You're committed when you write it down. and say. So I think it was strategic coach that said, the best way to get a free day is to schedule one and schedule all the activities on that free day. Okay, and the reason, up, that, up, the reason that works so well is because if, if you're not used to having days off, and you don't schedule anything on your day off, what are you going to do on your day off? Yeah, whatever your default is. You're going to start working. Is <laughs> right. So by scheduling things on your, you know, you're trying to free up time for, for family or whatever, by scheduling, making your, you know, skydiving, right. that wouldn't be high on my priority list. But, uh, <laughs> but whatever, you, what it, whatever you prioritize on that day, well, now there's no time to work. And right. what will happen is because you're active, your mind will be able to, get away from work and focus on the activity. So be there mentally. That's be that's there mentally. And that, and it's funny you say that. So, so you could take that same concept of scheduling the free day to schedule any one of these categories that you're lacking in, right? So you're lacking in the spiritual side. Well, schedule some time in your calendar to work on that or your, or your, 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 your physical, you're lacking the physical. Well, what do you need to do? You schedule some time to do that. Do you need to schedule 30 minutes or an hour a day? Is it first thing in the morning? Is it lunchtime? Uh, I've been through various phases where sometimes I do it in the morning, some, sometimes at lunch, sometimes in the evening, right? Right now, uh, I'm in the middle of, of what we call uh, client surge meetings uh, with my investment side of the business where we meet with all the clients kind of back to back to back. And just what you said, that's what reminded me of it. I'm so busy today that there is no time to think of or get distracted by shiny objects, right? Because I go from client meeting or now or Zoom call, client Zoom to client Zoom to client Zoom grab a quick bite to eat, client Zoom, client Zoom. And it's, it's refreshing in a way that there are no distractions, right? That, yeah. If that's a focus day, I got client meetings all day long, I don't have time to respond to that email, I don't have time to respond to that phone call, I don't have time to 
play around on Facebook or or Instagram or I'm a golf nut, so I always look at golf stuff is what I'm looking at. You know, I don't have time to look at any you know golf YouTube videos today because I got so much going on. So in a pleasant way, it was a busy day today, but it was so scheduled doing what is my A-plus activities that it's also invigorating and fun because there were no distractions. Those are good days oh. when there's no distractions. But like I said, if you schedule any one of these categories, your, your personal day, you know, so you need to have, uh, you want to have a, a date night with your wife. You want to go have a, a date night with another couple or two couples, right? And, and if we not get enough social interaction with our Zoom. We're going to be on a Zoom, um, a Zoom cooking class. I don't know if that's this Friday or next Friday, but it's like, you know, six of our couples and they got the chef and we're going to think they send you the food or we gave us the list. I don't know exactly. We have, you know, we'll get the food. We'll all be on Zoom together and the, and the uh, chef lady will be there and she'll show us how to cook it up and we'll all cook it up in front of each other in the Zoom. That's going to be that's cool. That's a thing. Yeah, I think that'll be great, don't you? Yeah, Just, that's going to be a know. lot of fun. So I'm not a big cooker but uh, uh, or a chef, but that just sounds like a, a way to socialize with, you know, our personal and social side, you know? We did that. I actually learned to make uh, real pasta at Bella Colina Golf Course. One time I was on a golf outing, and, and okay. they did the chef in the, at the golf course taught us how to make pasta, and it was great. It was, you know, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Because it it was you know we we cooked and you know it was just a good time. It a oh, it's great. We used to go. We used to have a guys' night like once a month, and they had a guys' cooking class at the club. And so you know me and a bunch of my golf buddies, and we'd go over there. And we're not master chefs or anything, but they have everything made out. It was really a social outing, right? And then we've done couples cooking class, which is kind of what this is via Zoom. But Patty and I have done it where we're going with six other couples, and we're going to the the club had couples cooking classes. So it's just an activity. Cooking just happens to be it, right? It just doesn't matter what it was. It was a social activity of interaction that's different, that's scheduled, that's outside your regular scheduled program, right? And so this is, that falls under family or that yeah. falls under yeah. personal. Or yeah. Personal, social. And, yeah. and the point being is, is this is just one, oh, I, would, I would say this falls under um, what I'd say the entrepreneurial time system utilizing your, it's just one of the many things that we cover, um, you know, in our mastermind, you know, we've got an entire format of things that we go through. Well, how you utilize your time, there is no such thing as time management. It, you, we all have the same amount of time. How you utilize that time determines how well, or, you know, your life, how balanced your life is. So time balance is, is a big part of that, I, I would think. And that's just part one of the many things we discuss in our mastermind. Uh, right, exactly. It's one of the categories. You and I were talking about this offline. You're talking about a mindset, which includes vision and goals and time systems and managing your time. Talk about attracting clients and delivering your service and how you're going to scale the business and then how you're going to increase you know, your profitabilities with our five-step formula, the conversions, transactions, pricing, profit, um, and um, bundling, right? So... These are things we talk about in our mastermind group. This was just a fun one, Zig Ziglar. Go watch it. It's really fun. Zig I'm going to watch it. I haven't seen it, but I will watch it. I'll probably even yeah. watch it late tonight after it's I get just done. Like, I think it was 85 minutes. I mean, it wasn't even like an hour and a half. It's like 85 minutes. It's fun. It's not Zig Ziglar himself. It is kind of people that he influenced or people who were influenced by him. It's really great and entertaining. It's either on Amazon or Netflix. Go watch that. In there, he talked about the Zig Ziglar's Wheel of Life. I think it's a great thing to utilize 
there are other people that have these type of measures, but the point is there are areas in your life where your personal and professional and your family and your spiritual and your financial and your mindset, all these things matter for you to be successful, for you to have a balance or let's call it balancing act, right? Uh, there's a the thing we talked about, if you, if you stand on one foot, are you balanced or are you balancing, right? You're actually balancing because your body's moving back and forth. This is just a way to kind of say, I need these categories and make sure I'm balancing between them. We're not all going to be perfect at the same time. But as we talked about, this is what we talked about in our mastermind group. If you want to apply, it's Matt at ProfitabilityMD.com, Dave at ProfitabilityMD.com. There's a whole list of things that we go through to make you the successful entrepreneur that you deserve to be, right? You can make more money. You can take more time off. You can pay less in taxes. You can, business is fun. Getting clients is easy. That's really what it is. And we've got a whole roadmap, right? We always talk about you need to be committed, you need a roadmap, and you need support, right? Mm-hmm. We've got the roadmap, the mind, the our mastermind. We got to support our mastermind. We just need you and to have the commitment to do that to, to get the success that you want. So Matt at Profitly MD, David Profitly MD, talk about our mastermind group if you want to apply. This is on ProfitabilityMD YouTube channel. It's on ProfitabilityMD.com and it's on ProfitabilityMD anywhere you get your uh, podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Overcast. So this was good stuff. The Zig Ziglar Wheel of Life review. I like it. It's good stuff. Great. Matt, it was a good show today. We'll talk soon. All right, buddy. See you. Care. All right, bye.